everybody. Welcome back to the On and Off Again podcast, Five Songs or Less. Uh, I've been not doing the pod as much lately. It's been like two weeks. But I've got Lindsay here. We're going to talk about songs that are good for the fall season. Fall vibes. Maybe they talk about fall things. I went, I aside from the last song, I, I went fully vibe. I was very vibe myself, and when I was listening to yours, I thought maybe I'd misunderstood the assignment. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. Do, do mine sound like spring songs? No, yours sounded very much like fall songs and very overtly uh-huh. like fall songs. Um, there were, yeah. in many of them, mentions of fall months. Well, you did. You got some October in there, at least. I decided I wanted to get at least a C- minus on the assignment. <laughs> We both also redid our playlists after sending them to each other. <laughs> to be fair, I do that every time. Well, sure, sure. Almost. It's usually just one song, though. But uh, we we finally got the playlist ready. We're here to talk about the songs. I have absolutely no notes, but that's okay. We can do a watch together if you want. I already sent you a link. Oh. Um, but you don't have to set it up yet if you don't want to. It was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Yay, 42. 42. 42. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I know, but let's talk about a little bit about what you did for your birthday. So um, I took Friday and Monday off, so I have a nice long weekend. That was part one. Part two is Friday after we dropped the kids off at school. Uh, we went and ate breakfast at Fox and Goose. Which, I like Fox and Goose. The last few times we've been there, it's been kind of going downhill. They changed their tempeh, and we think they make their own now. And it has a really weird consistency. It's like a potato-y kind of consistency to it. Hmm. But they switched their coffee, I think. Because for a while they were using naked coffee, and that stuff's gross. Um, but they switched again, and it was, it was fine. It's good coffee. I just want to throw in what's a Sacramento. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't. Okay. What's what's that? Yeah, I've, I I don't know what a Sacramento is, so I have no opinions. Mm-hmm. Let's continue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I don't think we did anything else that day. We watched the Bake Off. We watched the new episodes of um, Our Flag Means Death. And then on Saturday. Yesterday, we went and saw the Eras Tour live in the movie theater. <laughs> and it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we didn't get the rowdy crowd. Like, you kind of have to, like, figure out which crowd you're going to get. Because I've seen lots of, like, TikToks of people just, like, up and dancing around, like, the front open area of the movie theater and going up and down the aisles. And they've got, like, props and stuff. But ours was pretty, like, everyone was seated for the most part. People were singing along, but not, like, super loud or anything. So I I kept my, my composure. Okay. And, uh, so it wasn't... go wild or anything. It wasn't like watching A Hard Day's Night or something. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> uh, Lhasa fell asleep. Han got really, really bored. Um, you know, it's three hours. It's a lot of, a lot of movie for a kid. Yes. But it was a lot of fun. We got the the popcorn bin 
And uh, I went up to the popcorn guy and I said, uh, I'll have one of these. And he said, okay, do you want the pink sprinkles on top? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, sure, I want the pink sprinkles on top. So we put the pink sprinkles. And he had a Blink-182 tattoo. On the <laughs> okay. So and I said, hey, I like your tattoo. So this is... this he is... said, yeah, Blink-182, enjoy your movie. Oh, no. I was expecting this real <laughs> bonding moment to come out of that. No, like... I wanted it to be. Every... This is why I don't talk to people, like, in real life, like... It's never a bonding moment because I was like, you got a Blink-182 tattoo. Let's talk for a minute. He's like, oh, enjoy your movie, loser. I had a... Probably judging me for being a Taylor Swift fan. We'll, we'll go back to that for a second, but I had a... I had a... <laughs> <laughs> Danny, are you okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing out the nose. Almost, but nothing out the nose. Okay. <laughs> Continue, please. No, I that, that wasn't where it was. I was just feeling bad for interrupting with something unrelated. But I had a bonding moment this morning. Oh, did you? Oh, I want to hear. Yes, I have a very um, structured weekend routine uh, okay. to the point where I've told coworkers about it and they laugh a lot. <laughs> uh, but part of what I do on weekend mornings is I go... And I get coffee and I sit in this particular park for about a half hour because we do know that sun, nice. sunlight is good for mental health. And sure. so I just and it's just this very rigid routine. My Sunday routine is even less rigid than my Saturday routine discussion mm-hmm. for another time. I <laughs> happen to park next to someone with the same car as I have. And we have discussed in past. Mm-hmm. I can't remember yes. on mic or not. Yes. Um, on mic. That my unnamed model of car has its real fans and Mm -hmm. so i parked Mm -hmm. next to another unnamed uh, model of car person and we Mm -hmm. we had a nice chat on the way out and so i felt very uh, in tune with the universe this morning but uh back to taylor swift back to Mm -hmm. back to your rejection from the tattoo guy (laughs) yeah it did not talk about blink 182 but he did give you the sprinkles Uh, he did give me the sprinkles apparently they were i'm not a big popcorn guy mm-hmm. uh, but amanda and han are uh big popcorn people and so they were eating and she said it was tasted really good just like a little sweet thing i guess on top but yeah it was great it was a lot of fun singing along it's nice because like yes we could have bought tickets for the actual concert and gone to the bay area or gone to la or something like that but that's a lot of fucking money yes and like i'd rather pay a little bit more for the movie tickets like the movie the average movie ticket cost it, it raised a little bit um which is it's fine like it's still cheaper than like 400 dollars concert tickets and we get to see all the angles and we get the up close and stuff the uh, concert should be a little teeny tiny uh person not different from when i saw blink 182 <laughs> so yeah it was a lot of fun uh and then we went home and then we went to red robin and then we went to my parents house my mom made me a pineapple upside down cake nice. my favorite kind of cake uh and then we went home and watched i was sort of oh we we're watching there, there's a new um like true crime unsolved thing on netflix called who killed jill dando mm. and so we watched that and it was interesting and today, I'm doing this. Yes. And then after this, 
we're going to go. Hans class went on a field trip to this like, uh, I'll call it a park. It's it's like a big naturey type area right by the river and stuff. Um, and he was upset because he was like, I just I didn't want to walk in a in a line the whole time and just like I want to be able to explore and stuff. I was like, well, we'll go back. It's not far from home. We've been there before. You can go run around and explore. So we're gonna go do that. That's great. That's really cool that he's got an interest in that. It's not every kid yeah. does at that age. You know, most of the time he's inside playing uh, Switch or watching his tablet, but he does like to explore. That is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice way to so, be. And then one more thing for the birthday weekend. We're going to Apple Hill on Monday. Nice. And that's it. Yeah. I'm excited. So I do want to go backward because I do like to discuss food. Yes. So I'm, I'm okay. very excited about all of these food choices you had for your birthday weekend. Okay. Now, you know, I know nothing about food in Sacramento. So this fox and goose place you talk about, do they happen mm-hmm. to have a tofu scramble? Is that the kind of they thing sure you get? They sure have tofu scrambles. If I knew about this restaurant, mm-hmm. I would be interested what style of tofu scramble you got. Uh, I did not get a tofu scramble. When oh. I do get a tofu scramble, uh, I will get the pesto tofu scramble and add sun-dried tomatoes. That's my go-to. Uh, not vegan, so you can't have that one. Fine, then. What I got was also not vegan, so you can't have that. I got the Benedict Arnold, which is like a Eggs Benedict kind of thing. Um, we, we'll usually get that. Amanda and I will split it because it's a lot of food. And a scone. With Devonshire cream. Nice. So were I to go to this restaurant that I've never mm-hmm. heard of, I don't even know what's mm-hmm. on their menu, um, mm-hmm. I would be a big fan of their tofu scramble with the black bean chili and oh, yeah. uh, black bean chili and avocado. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like the Tempest strips may not be as good as what they would have had had I ever heard of this place. Um, but those are also uh, good to throw into a tofu scramble. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on, what's your Red Robin order? Uh, this time I got the Scorpion Burger with an Impossible Patty because uh, I wanted some spice. And it was pretty pretty darn good. Regular fries and a Coke. It was yummy. That's good. Do they... Yeah. Do they still do the uh, like bottomless fries, and are they kind of like, yep. they're a little, like you look at the first basket and you're like, really, dude? Is it still that situation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. It's, they still do the bottomless. I often like will say, like, yeah, sure, give me another order, and then only eat like half of the next order, because I'm pretty full mm. by then. But yeah, they still they have Impossible now, but they kept their veggie patty too because it's vegan, I think. So they gotta do the, you know, for both people. I yeah. mean, I guess Impossible is vegan too, depends, depending on who you ask. I, I was about to say, I was about to say yeah. you're you're gonna get letters. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, vegans! Um, yes, vegans. Oh, we're awful. But yeah, it was good. Uh, Han got like this strawberry lemonade and it was super, super gross. 
Uh, I think the strawberries, because it like, you know, it's probably like strawberry syrup, but then they throw some like actual strawberries into it. Oh. And that just ruined it. Like it tasted like bad strawberries. I believe they called those freckled lemonades, if I recall. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. She said strawberry lemonade, but that might be because she was talking to a child. <laughs> she said freckled lemonade. You'd be like, I don't want freckles on my lemonade. No. What are you no. talking about? That would be, it's barbaric to think of, you know, like shaving shaving freckles off but yeah it was good did the kids get stuff did the kids get you anything no um they did not uh don't know i don't think they ever have um i got some new clothes from amanda okay uh i i told her to get me some clothes that uh, you would um, like for me to wear. Because I mostly wear band t-shirts. And she's like, that's fine most of the time. But sometimes, you know, something different. So she got me like a, a Henley, okay. which I'm calling a Dawn Henley. Is that better? Because uh, I still want it to be a band t-shirt. And you don't care which band. I don't care which band. <laughs> okay, because there are choices. Um, you didn't have, you didn't have to go down that road. But hey, um, was he? He's, he's in the Eagles. Yeah, but he was he also summer '69 or is that? No, he wasn't no. summer. He, it's some sort of Boys of Summer. Oh, was that him? Wasn't it? I don't know. Probably. You got the internet. I've got the internet right in front of me. Boys of Summer, I believe that was the Ataris, actually. You're joking. That's a joke. Okay. Yes. Summer. Don Henley. Don Henley. Uh, it only and took me Ataris. two tries. Yep. Uh, who else could I have gone for, gone to with this Henley? Um, I don't know. You could have changed the name entirely. Yeah. Um, uh, you could call it like halfway button shirt. I don't know. That's, sure, sure. That's uh, not as succinct. Yeah. Is it waffle? But it's a good color. She, it no. It's it's just like regular t-shirt. It's a little softer actually than regular t-shirt material. Oh, that's good. It's a good then. color. It's like a like a light brownish color. Uh, but she got me this jacket that's really nice. It's like a. Uh, how would I describe this color? It's like a orangey red. Like red rocks kind of color oh, to it. Okay. And it, it it looks like a denim jacket, like that kind of style, but it's like, a, I don't know what it is, wool or some sort of faux wool or something like that. But it's really, really nice. It's my favorite thing that she got. And I love it. It's warm. That's very cool. I'm, I'm on a jacket hunt myself, but I've had no luck mm-hmm. so far. I haven't really been looking very hard. I've been trying to stay out of thrift stores because I'm... Yeah kind of king thrifter and um i can go overboard yes yes um yeah i have this i've been buying the same jacket over and over again for 20 years and i'd like to Mm -hmm. break the cycle especially because i can't actually find a quality i've tried a few times through etsy to like rebuy this jacket again and Mm -hmm. um i'm sort of hoodwinked by sellers that don't disclose major flaws. So I keep buying um, unwearable versions of the same jacket 
but it was before I got a really big key ring um, and before, I mean, I suppose we don't have to carry our vaccination cards anymore, but um, yeah. in the pre-vax card era um, and before my, before I had a giant carabiner, um, it was a great show jacket because the front pocket mm. was the perfect size for an ID and a little mm-hmm. little stash of money. And I could put my keys and my phones in, my, in the pocket, you know, like 70s Sears Ranch Craft boys, little denim jacket. I hate denim, but I loved that jacket. Um, <laughs> but then I also have this skirt that I've been buying the same skirt for. I thrifted the first one five years ago. And whenever it wears mm. out, like I got the style number from the tag and I've been just buying the same skirt from Poshmark for five years. So it it is maybe time to change things up, but there are various things kind of stopping me from doing that. But, you know, but I, I, I applaud you for, for dipping your toe into a, a new look. Yeah. I told her that I needed an in-between jacket because I have like a pea coat for the really cold days. And I have like a, uh, kind of a waterproof jacket that I can just put over whatever mm-hmm. uh, for rainy days. Uh, and I'll usually, sometimes I'll wear the pea coat and the the rainproof one, waterproof one at the same time. But I don't have like an in-between. And so that's why she got me the jacket. Nice. Um, I forgot one other thing I did for my birthday. Yes. I went to a show. Ooh, where'd you go? With Cody. Um, we went to the Folsom Hotel in Folsom, California. I saw this on the social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It looked good. It's, I, but hey, it was a fun show. It's like a country-themed bar, and so it was like country artists that we saw. Well, well like country folk kind of artists. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was only two, two bands playing or two artists performing, which was nice because I got to bed at a decent hour. And people were really into it. I, it was surprisingly progressive crowd for Folsom, um, because the both of the artists are like leftist kind of people that were talking about all sorts of like leftist type things on stage. And I was like, "This is cool. I love this." But it's also Folsom, so I'm like, "Is the Proud Boy going to come out of the corner and <laughs> do yeah, something?" Exactly. But no, they didn't. It was a lot of fun. It was Willie Carlisle. Uh, who is the headliner and hold on Danny is shifting through records right now Rachel Byman B-A-I-M-A-N nice so they were both Um, good enough that you picked up records both good enough that I picked up records Um, a lot of fun this I've been listening to both artists like on Apple Music or whatever the last few days. And on a day-to-day basis, Rachel is more my vibe Mm -hmm. because it's like pretty low-key and and nice and easy. This, uh, Willie Carlisle, leans into like folk punk kind of. Mm -hmm. And and it's a little more, it's a little too energetic for my day-to-day. Yeah. Um, But it's still really good. How do you feel about autographs? I, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I was once at a show, it was actually a comedy show, and mm-hmm. 
just as a matter of course, if I like the band at all, I will buy something. If you're, if you're touring, I want to help you out. Um, and I saw this comedian and I went to go buy a CD and, uh, they just autographed it without asking. And I just held it. I was sort of like, thanks. But, Mm -hmm. and it's, I shouldn't be, I mean, I think it's sort of like somebody saying, God bless you when you sneeze. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna be like well actually (laughs) i'm not gonna say like i don't believe in god yeah but but, um yeah i i think it's sort of i have always i've always been in this place where like i understand documentation but I also don't need to document anything. Like, I'm about yeah. to go away for my birthday, and one of my things is when I do birthday trips, I don't take any pictures. Or if I take a picture, I don't share them. Because it's, I don't know if it's sort of like, I don't know if you could call it mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of like the idea of autographs and selfies with artists is all sort of like, the memory should be enough for me. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we talked about that ill-fated Tommy Stinson photo I took from my dad. <laughs> um, that's a that's a different kind of thing. That was to mm-hmm. make my dad happy, and um, uh, thanks, Tommy Stinson. <laughs> but overall, it's it's not my thing. Um, how how. You're, you're nodding like maybe we're in the same boat? The same, the same. Uh, I'm not an autograph person. Never have been. Maybe when I was a kid and I went to Disneyland, I got the little autograph book from you know, Mickey Mouse and whatnot. But uh, my records, I don't, want, I don't want you putting pen to paper here, pen to sleeve. And it's fine if, you, if that's the person you are, obviously. Like, that's great. My friend Vinny, like, he will wait outside of venues after shows and just wait for people to come sign his records that he buys. And that's great. But I'm not. And he, Willie Carlisle, I saw him doing this because I was waiting in line to buy merch with Cody and somebody bought the record. And I saw him just like, you know, use his little, I think, no, I think he grabbed a knife to like cut it open and signed it. And he kept doing it. You know, step what if closer. you want to, so you got to keep the shrink on like collectors. Can- <laughs> step a little closer for that one too. I'm starting to sweat a little bit. Uh, Cody's up, go up next and Cody bought a whole bunch of stuff and uh, he cut it open and signed Cody's and you know, the same, the same thing with like me going out of my way to say, Hey, nice blink 182 tattoo. I'm not going to tell him not to sign it. Yeah. Because I don't want to be like, that's that I'm not. That's not my thing. But he signed it, and whatever. Maybe it's. I don't think it would ever actually be worth anything. But like, I've got the story to tell that I'm uh, too much of a wimp to tell somebody not to sign my record. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of thing. Is it sounds like, what kind of jerks are we that we would have an issue with it? I mean, it's just one more thing. But I think it's sort of like, cause once it's done, you can't say, hey, dude, I want to save you the trouble. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, because it, it's an inauthentic moment. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was some sort of real connection, 
I mean, I think that's yeah. the thing is even if you had some sort of real connection, it would be that memory. Like you wouldn't say you met him and you ended up buying him a cup of coffee or something and you had mm-hmm. this really great talk. You wouldn't say, hey, dude, I really want to remember this. Can you just write your name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have your coffee cup? It's got your name on it. Can I have your DNA? <laughs> I'm not going to do anything with the DNA. Promise. Promise. It was a, I mean, it was a great show. It was a lot of fun. The venue was cool. um, And they both put on a great, great sets. They were very funny. And they're like in between song banter, which can go really well or really poorly. Uh, But they did a great job. Highly recommend both artists. Nice. Yes. I'm turned 42 this year and I still like I'm big on celebrating my birthday. Like I don't need to get like a bunch of presents or anything like that's not it. But like I like to do shit for my birthday. Yeah. I get excited about it. Um, so, yeah, I've take the whole weekend. I've never worked on my birthday ever since I got a job. I will not work on my birthday no matter what. Because fuck that. I don't care if it's a Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um... Mine's a Thursday this year, and so I'm doing mm. the Thursday Friday off. So nice four nice. day block. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about it. Can I can I ask where you're going? Uh, this is this is the traditional Danny Docks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you give me the address to where you're going? <laughs> uh, we have talked before on this podcast, or I have talked while you've been away from your headphones about how much I love <laughs> Nevada City. So oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to a slightly remote place in Nevada City um, so I can just kind of disconnect. But then when mm-hmm. I don't want to disconnect, there's some good vegan food there. There's some record yeah. stores to go to. Uh, I have a f- very close friend who I rarely get to see along the way. Mm-hmm. So I'll be stopping in Auburn for lunch. Um, just like a nice little trip where there, I don't want to jinx it, but you know, just... Uh, there's something for me that like I get very, like I always get my annual physical. If I have health care, I get my annual physical like on or near <laughs> my birthday. Um, uh, you know, so I'm doing that the day before. Just, just like time to reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am going to be 42. So let's all celebrate the shift in the seasons where we complain about being 41. Yeah. To complaining about being 42. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great age to be, let me tell you. I've got hours of experience. Life, the universe, and everything in, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. just a few hours. Exactly. Exactly. All right. You want to talk about some fall songs? Let's do it. Okay. How, how do you want to go over these songs? I was thinking back and forth. Um, because I don't want to talk about all my songs in one fell swoop. One yeah. fall swoop. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good with that. When I did, so that's one of my questions for yours, but we'll get, the, like, I think we should go back and forth just mm-hmm. to keep it fresh. But when I did put my playlist together, I did put it in some sort of uh, track order that I thought would yeah. flow. So, you know, if, are you going to be putting playlists together for people? Yeah, I'll do the typical YouTube playlist for folks to follow along with. Okay, so they can be the judge of how well it worked. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, I'm I'm all for shifting back and forth. Okay. As as I said earlier, I don't have any notes because I'm fucking lazy, but I listen to the to the playlist a lot. So I have things to say, things to talk about. Do you want to do like a watch together and just like listen to the whole song? Are we going to like talk over it? Because I think it'd be yeah. very boring if we didn't. No, uh, yes, we will talk over it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let me, uh, you sent me a link. I did. Let the youth go first. Oh, I have better notes on yours though. Okay, okay, we'll start with mine. All right, I see you're in there. Here we go. My first song for Fall Vibes is Coming Clean by the Get Up Kids. Let me know if you can hear it. Um, it's not playing for me. Now it's playing for me. Okay, okay. Yeah. The intro is all quiet and stuff, so that might be why. Yeah. Okay. The Get Up Kids. I really could have picked any Get Up Kids on this album, and I probably should have picked that song called Fall Semester. Um, but I didn't. Uh, this whole album just has like a fall vibe to me. It just feels very leafy. Yeah. And so this was this is the opening track, right? So I mean, <laughs> in that sense, if you would go for the whole album, you would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way to get the volume on the music down just a tad? Because uh, yeah. I'm old. Not as old as you, but I am old. Is that better? No, but we'll live. Um, so yeah, so let's talk, start out, like, what was your criteria for picking a fall song? Uh, like I said, I went strictly on vibe. Um, my, my initial playlist was like first thought, best thought kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to pick, uh, this song. I want to pick, uh, this band or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then I was listening to it and I was like, this, it's not, it's not feeling, feeling right. Um, so... I switched it up, and I thought more about uh, what I would what I would do for a fall kind of playlist. Um, and I can't remember. I, th- I feel like I was like looking through my record collection, and um, a couple songs. I was like, "Wait, why didn't I pick this band? Like, this everything is fall vibes." Um, so yeah, that was my my thought process get up kids was an immediate like this song was an immediate i think that was on the first version of the playlist too yeah um and so this is the era yeah this is the era of get up kids that i like um Mm -hmm. i was checking at it was it really as late as 97 Uh, i believe so yeah wow yeah they had like some eps and stuff first or they had um i think an ep some singles and some splits yeah came before yeah. Um, yeah, the guitars do feel very fall to me. Yeah. I couldn't understand most of the lyrics, frankly. Um, <laughs> I okay. also didn't. I also didn't try. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, all this patting on the back for note taking, and I didn't really, <laughs> didn't really give it my all, Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that I tried to do with this is I tried to assign a date in fall to all oh, of these. Songs. Okay. 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 But I have, I, in my head, I have a, a time frame, for so I'm curious what you think, too. I Well, let's hear your time frame, because I nailed it down to a day. Oh, a day. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, this, this Get Up Kids album feels very early fall. Like, it feels like I'm starting semester in college kind of 
feel to me. So I'm thinking like last week of August, first week of September, like somewhere in there, leaves are just starting to turn. You know, you've, you've got your new backpack maybe for, for school. That's, that's my kind of vibe with this one. Yeah, I went a little later in September just to make sure I was truly in the September sure, zone. Sure, Solstice, equinox, whatever it is. <laughs> so um, I went September 23rd. 23rd, okay. Yeah. It's a good day. It's a good day. Good, good day. Solid day. Solid day. Um, that was a so, Saturday this year, too. That's even better. Yeah, I do. So this was, this was in terms of vibe. Let's divine vibe because when I... My vibe for my whole playlist is like a lot of like driving. The days are shorter, so driving somewhere when the sun's just coming up or the sun's going down a little too early, mm-hmm. driving with some rain maybe. This has like a very traveling in the crisp air feel to me. Yes, yes. I think that was, if, if I, on picking a song, I think if I could picture myself driving in the crisp air or walking through you know, crunching my way over leaves. That's my vibe that I'm going for on everything but the last song. The last song is kind of a a jokey joke, but... um, (laughs) um, Good, because I had some questions. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, that's... When I was picking songs, especially the second time around, I was like, okay, I'm listening to this song. Does this feel like driving around? Because in the fall... You can still drive around with your windows down, but the air is cool and crisp. And does the song meet those meet that criteria? I think it does. Yes, it does. Yes, indeed. Any other uh, notes on this particular song here? No, that that hits all my points. I believe this was the first Get Up Kids song I ever heard, downloaded from the internet. Do you think you downloaded it in '97? No, I probably downloaded it. In 99, maybe? It's a good year for the download. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. First up on your playlist, would you like to introduce it? No. No, okay. This is your job. You're hosting. I know. This song here is called uh, Isabel. I almost said Imperial because it's Imperial (laughs) on the screen. By Unrest, a band that I've never heard before and expected to be like heavy for some reason. What? Oh, because you were thinking like Unwound or something. I'm thinking like yeah, unru- Unrest. <laughs> yeah, know, that kind no. Of thing. I love Unrest. They were uh, early '90s into maybe later '90s. Uh, band from DC, guy from Teen Beat Records. Um, so there's a little bit of a as you go through it all. All of their various songs, there's some differences in sound, but this is just sort of a beautiful song. Um, it is, I agree. Yeah, so go on with questions. My, my question is, um, why did you... Well, I know why you picked the acoustic version. It's because this is the 100% sitting around a, a fall campfire. Vibes. And you know, you got your friends doing the Shabbat Shabbats. It's great. And uh, yesterday I was like, oh, I'm going to look up some things on YouTube. And I pulled up a music video. And there's a different version of this song, and it's not as good. It's not as good. I, the other version is the version I heard first, but this mm-hmm. feels 
like the real version, so to speak. Yeah. To me. Totally. Yeah. Um, I was disappointed when I heard that other version. I was like, I don't, I don't like this one. I like the. You truly like, don't like it, or do you just like it less? I, I guess I like it less. If I okay. if I were to go listen to Unrest, I might skip that ver- that version of the song and just go to this version. Okay. So I I wouldn't be the best person, but if you like this, I could potentially make you an Unrest playlist. Yeah, I would love an Unrest playlist. Uh, there's a few bands on your playlist that I've never heard before. So. Oh, well, that's um, that's interesting to hear so um yeah i mean this is this is again it was sort of a a vibe song it's sort of a um you know sun's not quite there Mm -hmm. things are a little quieter maybe a tiny bit of rain how uh how far from september 23rd are we now (laughs) this one's a september are we still in september September twenty second question mark. Okay, okay, okay. I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't do a great job of, of finding dates for these. <laughs> well, we're gonna figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out together. I like that though, because like this is a good like acoustic intro song, and then the Get Up Kids get up on stage, and they're like, "This is what we like for fall." <laughs> Maybe they're you know rock. <laughs> but yeah, I am curious about other unrest stuff though. Um, I really like this acoustic version. I I think the other version was just like so surprising. I was like, oh, there's drums. Oh, the singing's different. Oh, I don't know what's happening. So it kind of threw me off. So I'm mm-hmm. curious to hear hear more. I've always been curious about them because like when I worked at Dimple Records, um, we got a like a I think it was a seven inch box set. Yes, in. I have that. Yeah. And my friend Chris, uh, who's like a big 90s guy, he was like, oh, I was so excited about it. And he bought it. And I was like, what is this hardcore band that you're talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I know how wrong you were. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, they're a very, very fun band. I like them. I'm afraid that if I gave you an unrest list that I wouldn't go super deep cuts. I think it would be very... A very obvious playlist uh-huh. to anybody who likes Unrest, just because mm-hmm. the good songs are so good. That would It would be hard for me to narrow it down to 10 if I gave you the sort of like top and then tried mm-hmm. to mix it up a little bit. Let me, let me think about that. Okay. If there's, if there's somebody you know who can give you a better Unrest playlist, you should do that. You might though. be able to like collab on a playlist. There is someone here who I've been trying to get to collab with me on a Lily's playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh, you know who you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like a good I like a good collab playlist. Yeah. So, um, anything else about this song? I like it. Uh, I want a five song playlist now. Stat. Okay. I, I will work on that. That's okay. I'm I'm glad to hear you liked it because it's a mm-hmm. favorite of mine. Um, part of the reason, not the whole reason, but part of the reason I have not been as focused on the podcast lately, and I keep I keep missing weeks, is because 
I've come to a point where I'm like out of bands to give people. Yeah. For the most part, you know, like there's other bands I could, but like, like you would ask for an American football playlist and I like American football, but I don't really know their songs that well. I know their sound and like I'll put mm-hmm. them on and they'll just kind of be a background kind of thing. So it's not like I'm an American football fan. It's like, oh yeah, I like them. That kind yeah. Of thing. And I think that's, that's some of it for me is the, I have sort of the opposite thing is that there are like a fistful of bands that I absolutely will never talk to you about because they're just sort of sacred to me mm-hmm. and I would just hate to goof that. Um, I mean, I'll probably like them. I like everything. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It's it's my own fragile ego. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I wouldn't talk to you about Unwound. Um, I might not talk to you about Slant 6. Um you know, I would really like both of those. <laughs> I know you would, and the thing is like, that you would really love both of those. Yeah, because like Unwound, uh, I'm I'm familiar enough with. Um, like I don't know, I couldn't name a song or anything, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm familiar enough with them where I'm like, oh yeah, I like them. I just don't really know them that well. Slant Six, I've, I don't think I've ever heard, but yeah, I might I might be willing to make you a Slant Six. Slant Six pay- playlist, maybe, mm-hmm. okay. maybe. Okay. Because um, anyway. that's it. The, the the other thing is that like mm-hmm. there's a lot of these bands that I would refuse to make you lists for are so '90s heavy. Including you know, including this playlist is a little '90s heavy, <laughs> and true. we've established that that's not that that while that is my vibe, maybe I don't want that to be my vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, which is part of why I come to you for playlists is to <laughs> drag me into the correct century. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Well, I I'm, mean, I'm coming up. I'm trying to come up with like other ideas, and obviously, I'll still be able to like, I'll maybe mention a band on a pod sometime, and you'll be like, "Oh, I've never heard them," and that's my opportunity, kind of thing. Um, but well, I'm, I'm thinking really... about doing like deep dives on with. Like Cody, I would do like Murder City Devils. We do a deep dive on on that. I think I I liked that movie episode we did. I think you should do more movie episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. I like those kind of episodes too. I should probably do it with you. I want to do something '90s themed. So I'll watch it. <laughs> anyway, my next song on this playlist today Let's do here. It. Is a band that you have already rejected, or a, a musician that you have already rejected? No, not exactly. My, but go my ahead. My wonderful, amazing Taylor Swift. Uh, oh. Champagne Problems is the song I picked. Really, in Folklore and Evermore, her two album, her two pandemic albums, uh, absolute fall vibes, like the whole whole things all the way through both albums. But I was trying to pick a song you the night train for that you might be okay with. So, you could so this is what happened. The <laughs> 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 um, song started and I immediately understood why people like Taylor Swift. I didn't necessarily understand why people love Taylor Swift. And then there was a moment... Um, do you want the timestamp or do you want to know what happened first? I want to know what happened. 
there was a point at which I was like, okay, I like this, I can understand this. Mm-hmm. And then the song hit a point where I was stuck on the freeway in traffic, just bawling. <laughs> just like in tears about how great this song was. Yes, dead serious. Oh, dude! Dead serious, I was crying. <laughs> yes! Yes! I made her cry! Oh, man. Oh. What what part was it? Uh, we have 235 to 55. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll point it out when we get there. Uh, See, some so of what? these lyrics, like that lyric I wasn't, I was like, oh, okay. You're not Whatever. a Dom Perignon lady? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, it feels like a very 80s thing. I don't know. I don't know. Do you have, uh, you don't have champagne problems, you have champagne and beer problems? I, <laughs> I, What's the middle class? I have like Sierra Nevada problems. <laughs> I have like seven and seven problems. Uh, there's uh, there's so many songs I was like kind of juggling back and forth, and I kind of wish I would have picked another one. Oh, we're almost there. It, we're almost. We're at two thirty. There's like a fist pump part. Here we go. That I did in the movie. There we go. There you go. Bawling. My other, my other. Oh, we just missed my last one. Oh, bummer. What was it? I'll go back real quick. Oh, the fucked in the head part. Oh yeah. Yeah, two fifty-eight to three hundred three. Or at least that's what I have. I think this has slightly different. Yeah. There we go. Uh, in the in the Aerosmith movie, uh, it was filmed in L.A. One of the nights in L.A., and she plays this song on solo on piano. It's so fucking nice. It's so pretty. But yeah. Like, you know, the crowd of, of teenagers and, and forty-year-olds really loves the fucked in the head Oh, who doesn't? Um, I did get, you know, with the recording, especially in the first 20 seconds, it's a very, um, this is not a very overproduced song, and there's like a lot of shuffling around and some kind of muffled noises of things moving, Mm -hmm. and it distracted me a little bit. But um, I liked it because I have always assumed that her stuff was all very overproduced and Mm. Um, slick, and this was very much not that. Not, yeah. I don't want to say very much not that. There's certainly an it's aspect definitely, of that. Yeah, you know, it's got, it's a slick folk <laughs> kind of vibe. Slick folk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, good job, Danny. Yay! Maybe, we'll, <laughs> maybe we can revisit that playlist I made you. I'm scared of the Swifties. Or, <laughs> they didn't bother me the first time we <laughs> we did an episode with Dante. Mm. Can you like maybe not hashtag that one? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Okay. I might okay. change the playlist up. So, we'll okay. See. Well, I'm glad you. I'm. 
I'm glad you enjoyed the song, at least. Oh, very much. Uh, what is next? I can't remember. Oh, oh. I knew you oh. were now. Here we go. God, God, I love this band. Uh, let me pull it up in the ill watch together. And so this was part of my question is when you chose this fall playlist, did you choose a Danny fall playlist or did you choose a Danny fall playlist that had songs Lindsay would like? The only <laughs> the only time I thought about you making this playlist was the Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Everything else is 100% Danny. Uh, I so mean, this it, song, I was going to have a Taylor Swift song no matter what, but picking this particular song. Did a good job. Um, so this this song coming up is uh, is for you. This is like I kept you in mind when I put this mm-hmm. on the list. Anything, anything by then. This whole like jangly pop. This is Polaris. Everybody uh, waiting for October of Pete and Pete thing. Yeah. It's just it's so happy and so very fall too because Pete but Pete is fall. But the lyrics are very dark. Are they? Yeah. Listen to this next one. Wait. Come on. That's pretty dark. I didn't. All I heard was. Uh, Looks like daddy's taking off his belt. Oh. oh. Yeah. (laughs) That's the interesting thing about. fun, though. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, when you listen to the lyrics of these Polaris songs, you're like, really? This was, this was like the kind of house band of a kid's show? (laughs) That show's so real. And this was the only one where I put real energy into an overt mention of fall. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And October especially, because it is the best month. Yeah, absolutely. Best month of fall, October. Uh, it's got yeah. Halloween. It's got birthdays of some of the best people I've ever met. Oh, um, yeah. And, you know, including myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just, oh, this song, this band. So good. Now, I kind of just want to watch Pete and Pete. I tried to show the kids Pete and Pete before, and, but like Hong was really young. And he didn't, I don't think he really got it. It might be worth another try. Yeah. I try to get them into like things that I was into when I was younger, and they just like, why is this in black and white? I don't. This is not my aspect ratio, Dad. (laughs) So that's that's you're thinking of this as a happy song, and we just we just rolled past the lyric, and that's when human history will die. (laughs) (laughs) But he said it with a smile on his face. I mean, come on. such a good song I mean the interesting thing about this clip is it did dip in about 15 seconds in it didn't start quite at the beginning but oh yeah still huh. a great song yeah I'll, I'll fix it in post don't worry I don't, <laughs> okay. know how to, I don't know how to make it record what we're listening to so oh to well that's good them. yeah well yeah so then you can only include you can do whatever you want exactly you can, I'll yeah. do, I'm going to do a cover of this song, and I'll put that in. That would be rad. That would be horrible, trust me. Why? <laughs> I mean, can you... The falsetto's a little tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't this even part. pull that off. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I I could never do near as good of a job as the Polaris boys. No. So good, so fun. I think is it? I have the DVDs, but I'm wondering. I don't have a DVD player, so I'm wondering if it's streaming. Yes, right you do. You have a gaming system. Ah, uh, yeah, we do have a PlayStation. Uh, let's see. Is Pete and Pete streaming? I could just download it too. I mean, I think it's the same thing where it's probably the first two seasons and then we all just long for that third season. Um, Luscious Jackson won't give him permission. Is it specifically Luscious Jackson? Because I thought it was... That's a joke. Because I, I believe it's a, I believe it is a music rights thing. Probably. That's usually the case. Yeah, it's not streaming anywhere. Okay. I'll probably just download it or something. It's easier than moving the PlayStation into the house. But you would never do anything illegal, Danny. I I bought the first two seasons. I watched the show. They've gotten my money, goddammit. That's true. <laughs> uh, what a good fucking band. One time, this isn't my story, but uh, my coworker, uh, when I worked at Temple Records, he would love to tell me about the time that um, the mom from Pete and Pete came to the store and they had a nice Ooh. conversation about that, the show. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, man. All right. And here's where we have to have a talk, Danny. Oh, uh-oh. A talk about how good this is? Maybe. Let's just let that hang there. Okay. Okay, we're fully in November at this point. Uh, according to me, we're at October 21st, but go ahead. Mm, okay, okay, October 21st, maybe. Somewhere in there. We've got the Decembers. Uh, I probably could have picked almost any Decemberist song. They just feel like fall to me. Well... I mean, we have to start out by acknowledging that this sounds like late period Tom Petty. Okay. In the beginning. Are we mad about that? Yeah. Why? Yeah, we are. Because late period Tom Petty is not great. We, we do not say bad things about Tom Petty on this podcast. It's not bad. Even, it's a preference. Even if you had some albums that weren't hits. I think I just... Opening with a harmonica is a little rough for me. Okay. Okay. So, um, this is this is actually talk to me more about why you like the Decemberists because there is exactly one Decemberist song that I love, but no other Decemberist song has ever caught me. Okay. Um, I like the Decemberists because. I think Colin Loy is a very talented writer. Uh, he's, they, he's really good at like telling stories and having these like concept album kind of things. Um, and they're just a lot of fun. It's a big like bonding point with, with Amanda and me. Um, this album in particular is one of my faves. The one right before this is my total favorite, but. It's too hard to pick a song off of that album because it's like a whole, it's basically like a rock opera kind of thing. Yeah. Folk rock opera. Yeah. Um, but, and then this song in particular, this album really 
is great. I love the, the like backing vocals from Jamie Welch, who came in on a few songs. And I just think they're fun. Yeah, I don't think they're a bad band. I've just never... Like I said, there's one song that I absolutely love that I play regularly, and then the rest of it just never caught me. Okay. Well, see, well, I can make a playlist of Decemberists. That I would know. love. Um, Let's do that. What is the song that you know, that you like? July, July. Mm, good one. Good one. Okay. Sweet. I'm excited to make a Decemberist playlist. See? Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We can do how this. Did, how did you like the song? This song? Or did you not? I did not. Oh. I did not. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm offended. I mean, I wouldn't make you turn it off. Mm-hmm. You just try to tune it out. I would just wait for the next song to come on. Okay. I, okay. I know they have other good songs. I know they have great songs. I know that. I know that I have to watch my back, <laughs> saying that I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not a Decemberist. Yeah, Portland is not um, far from here, not that far. So, um, the way I heard that song, and this could be part of it, mm-hmm. is uh, I was dating someone in like 2010 mm-hmm. who really had it in his mind that I knew everything about music and he was really enamored of this and it just all feels very strange to say mm-hmm. like I think this is a person that maybe had kind of an unrealistic idea sure, sure. Of, that you knew anything that wasn't from the movies oh <laughs> ouch <laughs> but he would um make me CDs all the time to try to impress me. Mm-hmm. Ah, it sounds so awful and arrogant to say, but that was kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. And um, he gave me all this Decemberist stuff and he gave me all of this band called the Dodos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just nothing he gave me really seemed to work for me and I felt really terrible about it at the time mm-hmm. because I don't want to be that person and I mean as we've established I have not listened to music in 30 years <laughs> mm-hmm. um so you know it, it is 23 exactly <laughs> that, is, that is not wrong that's not wrong um more like 21 but oh, okay. uh okay. We can almost mark the date, but uh, yeah, no, it was it was just a interesting moment in my life, and mm-hmm. the Decemberists are sort of emblematic of this period where I was sort of coming back into my own identity and having like a little rough time trying to acknowledge maybe where other people were coming from. So I don't mm-hmm. think I maybe gave it. Well, no. Okay, so let's let's reframe this story. I was not a particularly great person to date, and um, whatever he thought of my taste, I was not willing to accept his taste because, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, um, his, I wasn't a fan of his other tastes, so I don't mm. think I was receptive to thinking that these would be great either. Yeah. Um, and that could be a me problem. I but, mean, uh, Decemberists are great, but Dodos, eh. Yeah, I don't even. They, they, um, they should have stayed extinct. <laughs> Sorry. Do you have an opinion on them at all, or did you just want to make that joke? Uh, I'm not a fan. I've, I've seen them open for people. Um, and I was like, no, it's, it's fine. It's not anything that I would go out yeah. of my way to listen to. Well, I mean, I think I think that's why I could take a fresh view of the Decemberists. Is this song did not hit me, but obviously there's something there that I do like, mm-hmm. and it was a mental block from a period in my life where I was not the okay. most open to others' feedback. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll um I'll get in the headspace of July. July, I'll probably listen to that song a few few times and. Yeah, we'll definitely do that, but definitely vary it up so I okay. you okay. know. Don't make this like the replacements where I where I pulled the wool over your eyes with their five good songs. Or according to Danny, their three and a half good songs. (laughs) Oh, man. Good times. Good times. Let's now talk about another band that I've never heard before. And now I'm not sure if you got the right version of this song because there are multiple versions of this song. It's oh. sort of like a song with many remixes. Okay. Um, but uh, any got, version will really work. I got the one off of the album called Boot Party. Yeah, Boot Party. The version of Boot Party I have has multiple oh, versions of this song, okay. multiple mixes. Well, let's see if this is the one that I heard. This is... Dub Narcotic Sound System was shipped to shore. Yeah, this is the one I listened to. We got the bell at the beginning. There we go. So it is actually Dub Narcotic Sound System uh, with Lois. Lois is, um, Dub Narcotic Sound System does a bunch of, does or did a bunch of collabs with uh, okay. other folks. Um, Lois, I love. Um, I don't know if you're a Lois person or not. I have no idea who that is. Uh, also big in the 90s. Mm, of course. Very, <laughs> very like lo-fi, uh, folky, folky kind of indie from, I want to say Portland, maybe Olympia. Okay. Um, I think they're also DC ties because I am very one note. <laughs> but um, uh, and Dub Narcotic was uh, was is was um, a K band. There's mm-hmm. like a Dub Narcotic sound system album that is Dub Narcotic with John Spencer Blues Explosion, oh. um, bunch of other bunch of other collabs kind of like that mm-hmm. but I just love the song and I I do need a good breakup song on every playlist sure, so. sure. Um, and I think this one fits it what do you think of the song I love it um, I I really like this kind of like this vibe of music like it, it makes me think of it doesn't sound necessarily like but I think of like Portishead that kind of like down tempo mm-hmm. uh, thing. Um, 
I love the vocals. Lois's yeah. voice is, is amazing. Like it goes really well with this. Um, I. It's funny that like. I've never heard Dub Narcotic Sound System before this, but this is exactly what I expected them to sound like. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. Um, yeah. And I, I love it. Like, it's great. I'm kind of bummed that I never listened to it before. Uh, either you or, or anybody, give me a playlist because uh, I want to hear more. And yeah, it's just like a cool vibe to just, like, I could put this on while I'm working and just kind of like, yeah. Do this, a little bit of dance, and then do it's some work. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's just so good. And I, when I was worried that we were going for like literal fall songs, mm -hmm. and I put it on the list because it had to be on the list, and then I was, <sighs> we get exactly to this part, and it's like every month mentioned is nowhere near fall. <laughs> this is, um, a particularly hot day. We get those here in Sacramento, California. Um, so maybe we're in November now, and, but it's a hot day in November. Um, or maybe it's, uh, we're gonna get like a 90 pretty soon. So maybe we're know. still in October. <clears throat> Load. Thank you. Oh God, it's up to 91. It's uh, Thursday. October 19th is when we all need to listen to this song because it's going to be 91 degrees <laughs> and we need something uh, to just chill to and that's what this is yeah is this kind of like the vibe of most of their music this kind of like um I mean it depends on who they're playing with I can't imagine but, them I mean, playing definitely... with John Spencer Blues Explosion it would sound oh it's a it's a great album yeah. and it's um Calvin Johnson is uh sort of the big driving part of Dub Narcotic Sound System. So, oh. do you know Calvin Johnson's voice? That very deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, it's a it's a very good album. It's I love it because one of the things I love about John Spencer Blues Blues Explosion is their lyrics are so ridiculously sexual and like juvenile at the same time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's a lot of that on the john spencer dub narcotic uh collab it's it's a it's a good one they're another i don't that know I don't really know anything about except for the song that's in hot fuzz uh what is that one that's like bell bottom something yeah thinking? yeah yeah um yeah i I don't listen to them enough to really give you a playlist, but mm -hmm. they're a fun band for sure. Yeah. But they're the kind of band where like, you wouldn't necessarily want to listen to them in the car with like a friend, <laughs> you know? Because the lyrics are, like I, I had been listening to them just the course of an album and I um, got into a car and with my cousin mm -hmm. and, um, Quick note that this next song that you're going to play, I have timestamps, so I don't know if we just want to do audio instead. Oh, okay. But um, but yeah, so John Spencer Blues Explosion happened to be playing the album, turned it off, got back into the car with my cousin. The next song starts, 
immediately into the song, the lyrics are, baby, baby, you sure like to fuck. <laughs> and it was... A f- <laughs> and luckily, it was the cousin that I can laugh about with these things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it was... Um, that is... that. I love how ridiculous they are, but it's uh-huh. not something I want to share with a lot of people. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so the next one you have timestamps for? I can just play timestamps. I have three timestamps. Okay. The next song is Middle Cyclone by Nico Case. Another artist that I could have picked really any pretty much song by her. Uh, she's just got that same kind of vibe as Decemberist to me. The crisp air kind of thing. And I just, I fucking love her. I saw... It wasn't her solo, but it was the new pornographers, the band that she's in, and the dodos open for them. Oh, whoops. Whoops. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't think we actually caught them. Uh, or maybe the very end. I think the very end of their set we caught, because we were driving from Seattle to Portland, because um, we were on a little vacation. And we got there late, and so we got there just in time when dodos were finishing up. Uh so I didn't have to sit through them that time. Yeah. Um, anyway, song middle cyclone. What is your first timestamp? Uh, we have fifty-eight seconds to one ten. Okay. Can't scrape together quite enough to ride the bus to the outskirts of the fact that I need love. Yeah. Mm. Like oh. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this song uh, is early in our relationship. Amanda and I, of course, made CDs for each other. Mine was just filled with Decemberists and Dodos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not at all. But this was one of the songs that she put on there. And so it's it's got a special place in my heart. But yeah, that line. That line. Yeah. Mm. That one melted me even more than the Taylor Swift. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So this was the, that's the title track off the album, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good one. So I do have another timestamp at um, 145 just to sort out, to however. I don't have an end timestamp to it, but it's it's just whatever the phrase is that's okay. coming up. They shake me deaf and dumb. Say someone made a fool of me. For I could show them how it's done. That's it, right? Yeah. That's that's Yes. So yeah, so I do want to append it with sort of an uncomfortable conversation to have, which is that um, deaf and dumb is a phrase that maybe we should all sort of yeah. take out of our, yeah, which is not something I thought about till a long time, you know, mm-hmm. long on. And it's um, actually my great grandparents met at a school for the deaf. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, a very long time ago, they, you know, were died 20 30 40 years ago Mm -hmm. but um in later years and thinking about what their life was like growing up deaf at that time Mm -hmm. i have sort of 
recalibrated the way I try to talk about things in those words. And I know that that's annoying for some people who come on and listen to this and hear me rail about ableism every time, but it's a conversation to have. It is a good conversation. That said, yes. That said, the phrasing of that line is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah. This this song is just filled with lines that just like really hit, like stick with you. Yeah, and the last the last uh, timestamp I have is one of those, and and I will fall over dead here. It's so <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, we're looking at by my count, it's two thirty five to two fifty. Okay, I'll go two thirty three just to be safe. Just for a chance to be a spider web trapped in your lashes for that I would trade you my empire for ashes But I choke it back how much I need love Ah, oh, that's it. Mm. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm dead. Yes. I'm dead. At 100%. One hundred percent. Yes, she's great. She's so, so great. Yes, and I don't know. Um, I know you've done a Nico Case playlist for somebody else. Happily, happily do another one. That was another early Dante episode. Okay, yeah i I would wager to say that my tastes are different enough from Dante that mm-hmm. we would get. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, if I remember correctly, this was one of the higher ratings for him. Mm. Um, I could actually find out. I've got it on a spreadsheet. You have a spreadsheet? Yes. Do you have a tab for all of us? Uh, I don't. After he left or stopped doing the pod every week, um, I stopped keeping track for some reason. Oh, that's post-Dante. Nico Case. Did I wait that long? Wow, episode 25. 4.81. 4.81. Oh, very good. Yes. Yeah, I'll definitely, I would love to do another Nico episode. Any opportunity I get to listen to a lot of her is one I will take. We saw her, or no, that wasn't Nevada City. That was Grass Valley about a year ago. Next up is Mimi and Richard Farina, Reno, Nevada. Um, what's up with this song? Um. So... I believe it's a sort of like, sort of like many blues songs go, where it's um, blues or folk songs go, where it's a take on another version of someone else's sure. song. Um, so, and I maybe pronounced Farinha. Um, oh. oh yeah, but I so, see. there's a little Inia. Okay. Yes. Um, also known as uh, before her marriage, known as Mimi Baez. So sister of Joan Baez so the rest of this album is very very different than this Um, it's really like Mimi forward Mm -hmm. Um, this is kind of an outlier on the album I want to say it's the last track on the album Mm -hmm. Um, I love this I love this especially on like my moodiest days it's like a very like driving in the rain kind of song I'm just in love with this. And I mean, another piece of the sort of 
fall aspect for it for me is it's from the album's uh, Celebrations for a Grey Day. Mm-hmm. It just feels very fall to me. Yeah. Um, so usually when somebody says, tell me about this song, they're not a fan. Oh. Why, why wouldn't they be a fan? What's wrong with those people? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think I was anticipating like what my therapist says. So what uh, what are your feelings? I love it. It's great. It reminds me of Duchess and the Duke a bit. Um, that similar kind of vibe. Uh, I want to listen to more. Yeah, and it will be very different than this. Yeah, but, um, yeah that's okay. There are two albums. He passed away, I believe, in six... In sometime in the mid-60s. Oh, okay. Um, there's a great, maybe one of my favorite music bios <laughs> ever written called Positively 4th Street. It's about the lives of Jonah Mimi Baez, <laughs> Richard Farina, and Bob Dylan, oh. and how they were all interacting at this particular point in the 60s. Um, but Richard Farina died in, I want to say, a motorcycle accident during this time and he was sort of largely a poet and if you depending on how you read the um book it sounds a bit like he was sort of riding his wife's coattails um this is a really good song but he doesn't necessarily need to be there for the rest of the album Um, and you don't get a sense of how talented Mimi is from this song. Yeah. But it's a truly excellent book. Um, I don't know if it's available as an audiobook, but it's really, really worth a read. Oh, okay. Uh, so what were your thoughts? Yeah, no, I loved it. Um, I think it was a great song. I would happily listen to that song on, we're going to say, December 1st. Okay. Okay, maybe the, maybe it would be November 30th, I suppose, maybe something like that. Yeah. Um, can we do one quick timestamp? Yes, we absolutely can. Okay. I hope my timestamps, my timestamps seem to have been a little off today. That's okay. But um, I'm looking for 115 to 130. There's a man at the table and you know he's been That line kills me. Yeah. <laughs> kills me. It's so good. Yeah. I guess if I were coming into this song and you're like, oh, this song's really good, uh, maybe her backing vocals might be a little bit much. That's what I always hear when people talk about this song. Yeah. And, like, again, it was an outlier in the album and mm-hmm. sort of, yeah, I 100% get that. Mm-hmm. But it's really kind of her album, and mm-hmm. he's lucky he gets. <laughs> he gets he's lucky he gets too. this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's an amazing song. Cool. Um, yeah. So you know what just occurred to me, hmm. Danny, and maybe what? maybe there's time to change this. Uh oh. There have been no uh, dad joke lead-ins to any of these songs. I know. Um... Let's see if I can do one for this next song. I could, I could tell uh, tell you a dad joke that I heard on uh, TikTok a little while ago that Han thought was very funny. 
Let's do it. Okay. What do you call uh, an angry sheep and an angry cow? I don't know. Uh, shit, I fucked it up. <laughs> what, ha- <laughs> what, what happens? <laughs> what do you What do you get that, when you cross not... an angry sheep and an angry cow? You, <laughs> I like shit. I fucked it up. Is it better? <laughs> no, I still don't know. <laughs> you get two animals in a bad mood. Oh, see, if I had heard the sheep before the cow, I would have. Yeah. Hey, the next song is by AFI. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Fall Children. Off of the All Hollows EP. I remember buying this uh, from Nitro Records. I wish I still had it. It was like an orange seven inch limited edition. I stupidly got rid of it. Yeah. And so this is obviously very overtly Halloween. Overtly Halloween. The, the, this four song EP, all the songs are around the fall theme. They cover Halloween by the Misfits. I was going to say. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, that was sort of one of my notes on this is that if I was looking for overtly spooky shit, I would have gone straight to the Misfits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, AFI is my Misfits. I'm not huge on Misfits. No, and I mean, their lyrics are despicable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my favorite Misfit songs have lyrics that I would never sing out loud or that I would <laughs> think less of people for liking, yeah, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. AFI's fun, but this song's also super goofy and kind of dumb at the same time. Yeah. But it's still got a special place in my heart. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to shit on it. Um, it's not should. ever anything I listen to, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. but we've established that I, you know. But it's from the '90s. I don't know why you wouldn't <sighs> be into this. I think '42 is going to have to be a new year. Where let's pick a year. Let's pick a cutoff year. Uh-huh. Where for all of the age 42, I don't listen to anything. <laughs> Before the year... Uh, 2000. Just cut it off, cut off the 90s altogether. But that's more than 20 years. I want to make it like... 2013? Okay, okay. I mean, we know I'm not going to do this, but let's <laughs> pretend. Let's pretend you will. Yeah. Okay, 2013. Um, 2013. You get into the, um, the real bad AFI albums at that point, so... But, yeah, I mean, so if you were looking for playlists to make me, like, mm-hmm. the more modern, the better, okay. perhaps. Okay. I'll just give you bands that, modern bands that sound like they're from the 90s. Yeah, well, we are coming back around. Yep, exactly. There's that one great TikToker, I don't remember her name, but she um, oh, yeah. makes the playlists for people like us, you know? Can you see this picture of what the fuck? I don't know if you're watching the watch together, but... Oh, yes, I see the picture. It has Happy Birthday with Davey Havoc and Jade and Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, I know their names. So this music box. I had the same Swan Lake music box as oh, a child. Oh, really? And so this freaked me out a little bit. How funny. I mean, I can't... I can't promise you that it was the exact same well, one. Sure. I can't promise you that it has a little porcelain, porcelain ballerina uh-huh. turning. But um, so it did sort of freak me out because it did remind me of creepier parts of my childhood. 
Um, a, a fun fact about this AFI EP is they added things like music boxes and spooky sounds to make it exactly 13 minutes long. Wow, that's yeah. good on them. And on their album Black Sails in the Sunset, there's a hidden track that is exactly six minutes and 66 seconds after the end of the last song on the album. That's a real dedication. That's real de- good. Good on them. Mm-hmm. Good on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Bless their hearts. Hey, here's a band musician that I have heard of before. Yup. And so this this is uh, genuinely meant to be on the playlist, but it was put here and put at the end, so it would be a um, a real. What was I going to say? Um, here we go. So you could wash AFI like, out of your ears? <laughs> so I could wash AFI out of my ears? No, uh, because I knew it would be a, uh, a real lift to your day. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, honestly, Living with the Living, not my favorite Ted Leo and the Pharmacist album. Um, but the song? But the song's really fun. Let's talk good. about the song. Yeah. 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 Um, Is it when you listen to this album or do you just not listen to this album? I just album? don't really listen to this one. So how familiar would you say you were with this particular song? Uh, not super familiar. Okay. Yeah, like I don't know the words. I'm, a, I'm not as... I'm not super excited that it's six minutes long. Oh, I didn't but, know um, it is six minutes long. Yeah, but um, it's, it's a Just great six song. minutes of uh, sloppy tattoo. <laughs> Oh, what? I should say jangly. It's jangly. You're just making yourself look bad. (laughs) Oh, I should re-listen to this album. It's been a really fucking long time. There's there's a couple other really great songs on here. The other, um, I think Bottle of Bucky's on here. Mm -hmm. I considered putting Bottle of Bucky on the list. Glad you didn't. Oh, you really don't like that song? Really? Why not? I don't know. Something about the, the phrase bottle of Bucky just nails on a chocolate. Yeah. And he says it a lot, if I remember correctly. He does. He does. I think it's the sort of, like, strong friendship thing mm-hmm. that, like, gets me into that song. Yeah, I'm a um, Riddleless Bricks, Shake the Sheets. Yeah. And then occasionally with the... Uh, Oh, God. Where have all the Rude Boys gone on that album? Mainly that yeah. song. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hearts of Oak? Yes, Hearts of Oak. Hearts of Oak. Yeah. I don't know why, but Hearts of Oak has never been up there for me. Yeah. But I know some people consider it, like, his best. Mm-hmm. That's the first one I heard, and aside from aside from Where Have All the Rude Boys Gone, it didn't really grab me. It wasn't yeah. until I heard Shake the Sheets that I was like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, shit, that's the one that did it for me. Yeah. And then, um, uh, I mean, I think we'd cover this. But... The first album. Yeah. Um, it's really great. Yeah, I don't so, know what it's called. So, do you have any, well, you had no notes. I don't have any notes. But, uh, uh, all I have to say is this is uh, a very good song from an album that I remember not liking. Yeah. We don't have to get, you know, we don't have to tap dance through all six minutes and 34 seconds if you don't want to. Well, I'll, I'll let it play. I'll just fade it out. I don't mind listening. Okay. 
Because I do have one timestamp. Oh, do you have a timestamp? That okay. we're past okay. already. Yeah. So we're going to fade out. Listen to that fade out. That was good. That was good that, fade out. That's a seamless fade yeah. out. Yeah. We're looking at 223 to 230. Okay. Two. There we go. That's good. It's great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's better than good. It's great. It's just like, oh, I know exactly how that feels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 The mostlies. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, Ted Leo so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. He is. He is America's treasure. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, any other timestamps? Was that the only one? No, that's the only timestamp. Um, I mean, there are other great parts in the song. It's mm -hmm. just a really... I think I associate it with fall because of this one particular day. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually in August. But... Um, I don't know. I just have a very specific tie to this song, mm -hmm. listening to it in the fall. Um, somewhat even just sort of the color scheme of the cover has sure. sort of an autumn sure. feel to it. Yeah. So, yeah, we made it through both of our playlists. Hell yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, good playlist. Uh, I'm excited to hear bands that I've never heard before. That was fun. Um, and it was all really good. Yeah. We came up with some some bands for future. Yes. So what did, what did we come up with? We came up with Unrest, um, Decembrists, another Neko case, Nico case. Nico case and even Dub Narcotic Sound System too. Ah, yes. Yes, I will look into doing that for you. Yeah. Oh, and Taylor Swift. I got to fix up that playlist oh, yeah. a little bit. Okay. So we got we got we some got stuff. Some stuff to move forward. Mm -hmm. Well, Thanks for uh, joining me on this fall episode. Yeah, this thank was, you for the playlist. Yeah, it was a good, a good, fun time. Lindsay will be back with all of these playlists we are talking about today, and maybe something else. Also, we'll come up with a with a fun theme, fun '90s theme for Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you next time. Say bye, Lindsay. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>